Hi, I'm your host, Akanksha Asagi, broadcasting live from Crescent Studios, New York City, and you're listening to Mood Swings, the only podcast where you get the facts unfiltered. Well, actually, only a little unfiltered, so we don't get in trouble. It's the 22nd of November, and today our episode is on schizophrenia and what life is like with it. I'm here with Dr. Vidmahi Sisla, and she's here to talk to us a little bit about the peculiar disease and how it's caused. Let's get right into it. So what can you tell us about schizophrenia? First off, thank you for having me here. So schizophrenia is a disease where a patient has a hard time differentiating between a fictional and non-fictional world. It can result in delusions, hallucinations, and almost no line between reality and fantasy. People often have false beliefs on reality as well. That sounds intense. It is. And because of schizophrenia, the patient has a very disordered behavior and thinking, which makes it hard for the person to fit into a normal society and perform day-to-day tasks. What are the causes? The cause of schizophrenia is unknown. However, newer research suggests that it may be caused from a traumatic event in one's life, taking genetic, psychological, and physical factors into consideration. Neuroimaging has shown a difference in brain activity between people with and without schizophrenia. What do the symptoms result in? Are there long-term effects? The symptoms of schizophrenia result in abnormal cognitive behavior. It is believed to have stemmed from natural selection with genetic maladies. The term comes from the Greek root word schizo, meaning split, and phrene, meaning mind. The other symptoms of this disease include disorganized speech and thought, abnormal motor skills, and negative symptoms and thought, which could result in the patient having suicidal thoughts. Schizophrenia usually lasts for a lifetime. How does it affect teens? Teens and children with this disorder are often disconnected with family members, have drops in performance at school, feel depressed, suffer insomnia, and require a lot of medical attention. Friends and family are obligated to help them out and have them feel loved and welcomed. Thank you, Dr. Sisla. Now let's look at a real example of schizophrenia with patient Megan Oshry and physician Dr. Caitlin Ladd. Welcome to the table. It's nice to be here. Also, I can't help but notice, but you sound like you're from BuzzFeed Unsolved. That's the best compliment I've ever received. You're welcome. Can you explain to the listeners how it all started? Of course. Buckle up, because this is a long story. It was a pretty normal day at the office when Megan Oshry and her parents stumbled in, looking more than a little disheveled. I sat her down on the chair, and her parents explained to me that she'd been experiencing unusual behavior. You know, seeing things that weren't there and hearing sounds that weren't actually happening. Her parents thought she was going insane and were seriously worried about her mental health. Had she ever come in with those symptoms before? No, she hadn't. However, according to her medical records, she had been in a severe car crash a month before she came to me that resulted in her being in a temporary coma for a week. Her vitals were stable, and although she seemed normal when she woke up, it was only a couple days later that her parents noticed she had began to have delusions. We believe that the crash is the reason that Megan Oshry got schizophrenia, as schizophrenia can stem from traumatic events like a crash. How long had these symptoms been going on? Her symptoms started a week or two after the car accident, according to her parents, but they didn't bring her in until a month later because they wanted to see if the symptoms persisted. Interesting. So what did she say? She sees things that aren't there, like clowns and objects in nature. For example, when she saw two trees bending towards her, and she got a panic attack, thinking that they were going to fall on her, though they weren't. 
She also experienced delusions in the olfactory membrane, sometimes causing her to believe that she is poisoned. You said she sees clowns. You mean like Pennywise? Uh, sure. Except Megan Oshry's case is unique for the fact that her delusions stem from her internal fears and childhood trauma. Clowns have been her greatest fear for as long as she can remember, which is quite peculiar because it is rare for a patient to experience their delusions as one of their fears. So does she see the clown all the time? Yes. Wow. Now that we have the background of the patient, can we bring her in? Yes, of course. Hello, my name is Megan Oshry, and I've been diagnosed with schizophrenia for three years now. Hello, what has your life been like in these three years? It's been hard, believing so strongly in something, but everyone tells you you're wrong. I face a lot of judgment and discrimination, but I've learned to cope with it. Do you know when you're wrong? Well, I don't really know what to believe anymore. Things I see might not actually be there, and it's hard to live with something like that. I was involved in a car crash a few years back, and that's when I was diagnosed with schizophrenia. I can share a few stories. For example, once I was leaving school and I saw these trees falling towards me, I got so freaked out and I froze. Another time when I was walking down a hall and the footsteps behind me were amplified, I thought I was going to be attacked. There have been many times both bearable and unbearable, but I've tried to cope with it. How has your life changed dealing with schizophrenia? It's a lot harder because sometimes I'll be doing something and I'll hear something so persistent and distracting, yet no one will hear it. It really throws me off balance. It's just been a matter of tuning things out and pretending it's not there. Therapy and doctor and the help of Dr. Lad has tremendously helped me cope with schizophrenia. My life will probably never return back to normal, but I'm a lot better than I was three years ago. I just have to thank all those who have helped me get through it, since not all have someone to hold their hand. Dr. Ladd, Megan Oshry mentioned therapy. Can you go more into detail about how to treat a patient with schizophrenia? Well, as you probably already know, there is no cure for schizophrenia, but we highly recommend therapy. These patients face a lot of discrimination and discomfort from the outside world, which is why we believe it is important to do the best we can to make them feel included. Cases of schizophrenia in children in itself are very rare. This disorder is more usually common in the mid to late 20s. Megan Oshry's case is, unfortunately, a very severe one, but we're hoping to help her out the best we can. Dr. Sisla, what's your take on this? People who have schizophrenia require lifelong treatment as it is a very severe psychological breakdown. It is best to get treatment started as early as possible. Scientists and geneticists are still working to find a cure, but until then, as Dr. Ladd said before, help a patient feel loved. The more they believe they are still worth it, the better they will feel. Getting an early start on medications has also shown that eventually the severity of schizophrenia reduces slightly over time. Thank you all for being here today. 
So as you've all heard, schizophrenia can be very difficult to live with. Around 200,000 people, just in the U.S., get diagnosed with this disorder every year. It is important that we stay aware of patients with this disorder and do all we can to help them fit into our communities. You can help patients like this by donating to organizations like SARDA, S-A-R-D-A-A, NAMI, N-A-M-I, or the APA in order to provide funding for schizophrenia research. Thank you for tuning into Mood Swings. I'm your host, Akankshu Desagi, and we'll see you next Friday.